Thank you for listening to Inside the 435. Our show is supported by sponsors and our loyal audience. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. This podcast is hosted and produced with Anchor. Here is why you should use Anchor to produce your podcast. It's free, no cost to you ever. There are creation tools built into Anchor allowing you to record, edit, and upload your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor takes the tedious and long process of distribution off of your to-do list. Your show will be automatically distributed to Spotify and Apple Podcasts for you. Everyone dreams of making a little bit of money from a podcast. This is made possible by Anchor. With no minimum listenership, you can be offered sponsorships. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do not wait a second longer. Download the free Anchor app, that's A-N-C-H-O-R, or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to Inside the 435, a podcast dedicated to reporting the latest political and business news and giving people of all ideologies a platform to make their voices heard. Before we begin, please follow and share the show with all of your friends and feel free to message us on Instagram at Inside the 435 with any questions that you would love to hear answered on the show. And now, here's your host, Jack Bowie. Hello and welcome to Inside the 435. I'm your host, Jack Bowie. And today I have some disappointing news. Uh, This news is from the 17th of February, and today it's the 19th of February, so it's actually been a while um, since this occurred. But uh, radio, political radio host and uh, conservative political commentator Rush Limbaugh has died. And there's been a lot of media surrounding this. he was one of the first major conservatives to uh, get into the media game almost. And the media was was very much controlled by the left. Uh, there is no denying that um, the media was was partially uh, – almost the, me- the left almost had a monopoly on the media. Uh, and well, I can't say that it doesn't make sense because in my opinion, right, obviously as a liberal I believe that uh, – liberal beliefs are correct. You know, I'm not going to force my beliefs on anybody. I'm not going to try to change anybody's mind. It's just like my opinion on education. I don't think that, uh, that educators are left-leaning. I think that education is left-leaning. Um, so the, the media, the left sort of had a monopoly on the media and you, you know, you can take what you want from that, but that, that's my opinion. But Rush Limbaugh was somebody who kind of opened the doors to a lot of conservative, um, you know, media, uh, and a lot of conservative political commentators to to begin making their voices heard on the radio. Um, and at the time that he started, radio as a media was was relatively dead. Um, there wasn't a whole lot going on. So so he kind of brought politics and n- news into the into onto the radio. Um, so that was a big thing. But now that he has died, a lot of people on the left are celebrating it. All right, and I'm on the left. I'm a far left political commentator. So. I'm not like, you know, I'm not celebrating it, but a lot of people on the left are celebrating it. And in this episode, basically what I'm doing, I don't do this often, but this episode, I kind of need to distance myself from the left because I, I want to do what is best for the country, right? That is my um, whole thing. I want people to do what is best for the country. And, you know, as I uh, possibly grow older and, you know, find positions in government, you know, if, if that's what I pursue, my goal is to make your country a better place. 
And celebrating the death of a political commentator is not the way to do that. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Rush Limbaugh is a good person, because in my opinion, Rush Limbaugh is a horrible person. Okay, He has a horrible... I'm not going to say he's a horrible commentator. He's very good at his job. I mean, he had millions and millions of people listening to him. I think he is a horrible uh, source of information. He's a racist. He is a homophobe. Um, he is sexist. So I'm just going to say that right now. I do not have respect for Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh does not have my respect. Um, and just because he died doesn't mean I'm going to make fun of his death. And just because he's dead doesn't mean he gets my respect. I, do, I don't respect Rush Limbaugh. But the reason I'm distancing myself from the left is because it is not okay to uh, make fun of somebody who died of cancer. Okay, that's kind of a problem. All right, so I'm going to say that right off the bat. I'm distancing myself from the left on this, this issue. Okay, I'm not going to be, you know, there's no reason that somebody should die of cancer, that somebody battles cancer for a long time. Um, somebody who has, you know, earned a, I don't want to say earned, but somebody who has a presidential medal of freedom that he does not deserve. Um, it came from President Trump, but, you know. Um there is no reason that after something like that happens in a in a country so divided that we can hardly have a conversation with each other that his death should be celebrated in things like uh um rotten hell and like rest in piss should begin to trend on twitter that does not exactly make sense um and that is not what needs to happen okay i'm fine if you very much did not like rush limbaugh i do not like rush limbaugh um, and that is completely fine. You can like, you can dislike whoever you want. You can think that he's a racist, homophobe, sexist, just like me. But there is no reason that it is okay to celebrate the death of anybody. And from a podcaster, from a somebody who would like to be on the radio, possibly, he is a a legend. He was a legendary radio host. When it comes to what he talked about, I did I didn't like that at all. Um. I mean, this is somebody who has said very terrible things. And if he was, you know, in his prime uh, when cancel culture was a, a major thing, he would definitely be, be long gone. Um, and he, he has said some very horrible things. There is no denying that. Nobody can deny that he has said horrible things. Nobody can deny that he is, he is a very good person either. But there is no reason to celebrate someone's death. And I know I'm kind of sending mixed messages here. I'm telling you that I do not like Rush Limbaugh. I don't like what he says. I don't like what he does. Uh, I don't like how he presents himself. I don't like how he's viewed. But I don't think that anybody's death should be celebrated. Okay, and this is, at this time, you know, I, my, my job, my goal is to be as uh, unbiased as I can. And obviously, I have my own beliefs, so that that's very difficult to do. It's very difficult to be unbiased, all right, especially with somebody who has their own beliefs. And my version of unbiased is bringing in people who can uh, balance the scale, because I can't do it alone. I can't sit here and be a liberal and a conservative. So the way I'm trying to make this show unbiased is by not only having liberals on, or and by having people who are not just me sit here and talk, because. It's very hard to get out of an echo chamber. So people who listen to my show, who uh, get a lot of views from me, or who get information from me, because um, I know there are people who do, or who uh, 
you know, who's who agree with me, they're going to hear me talk to people who they disagree with. And I think that is very important. Um, and that, that's, that's one of the big things for me. All right. So at times there's going to be times when I think it is necessary for me to distance myself from the democratic party. Um, sorry, I'm, this, this mic is falling over. Uh, so if you hear noise, I think I've got it. There's going to be times when it is necessary for me to distance myself from the democratic party. And there are times when that is that is 100% necessary, and this is one of those times. Um, as a Democrat and as a Christian and as a good person, I think, um, I can't sit here and say that it is okay to celebrate somebody's death. Even if it is somebody who I very much dislike, who I think is a horrible person, does not deserve the Presidential Medal of Freedom. I mean, this is a person who had a segment on his show uh, called AIDS Update where he uh, – practically called out people who have died of gay men who have died of AIDS to music. Okay, so don't give don't give me the whole you know, I don't I really don't like hearing conservatives say you can't celebrate somebody's death because he did quite a bit. Alright. Um but I but I don't think that somebody who does terrible things deserves terrible things to happen to them. I don't wish death upon anybody. And Rush Limbaugh, it's not like he killed people. You know, I, I didn't think Jeffrey Dahmer should have died. Um I'd rather him rot in prison for the rest of his life. Right. Um as somebody who doesn't believe in the death penalty, I mean, he wasn't executed, but I don't believe in the death penalty. And people who are put to death usually um, have a good reason to be put to death. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer was murdered in prison, and probably for, you know, I mean, he you can say he deserved it. Um, but you can't wish death upon anybody. So if, if you're a Democrat who is celebrating the death of Rush Limbaugh, I get saying, okay, that's fine, I didn't like him anyway. I, get, I, I even understand not caring that he died. But celebrating the death and tweeting things like Rotten Hell is extremely inappropriate. So t today's actually a double episode. I'm, I'm doing this episode alone, and then I'm doing an episode later today with Myra Smith and um, our second interview. Um, but for this episode, this is one of those episodes where I have to distance myself from the left because I'm quite disgusted with the behavior. Um, but that's all I have to say on that. Um, you know, rest in peace, Rush Limbaugh. He uh, definitely opened the door for conservative media. He definitely opened the door for a lot of conservative talk show hosts. Uh, ben Shapiro said that he um, probably wouldn't be here without him. Um, you know, I don't, I don't care if you like any of these people that I'm saying, you know, Ben Shapiro or Rush Limbaugh. But, you know, a lot, he, he's done a lot of good for radio and media. But he's, he's, he's doesn't make him a good person. So now what I want to talk about is Ted Cruz. Uh, Ted Cruz is a uh, senator from... Uh, Texas, and as a senator from Texas, okay, Texas, you know, I, I'm sure you know, but they are uh, not doing very well. Okay, Texas is, um, they received three inches of snow, but they are not prepared for snow at all. All right, I am in Ohio. We received, uh, I think, 13 inches of snow. Uh, I have a dog that is right there. Okay, um, and uh, we had to shuttle an area for her to pee because she sinks in the snow almost all the way down. Um, and when I walk in the snow, it goes to my knee. Um, so we had to shovel our driveway, you know, But and Texas receives three inches of snow. But they're not ready for that. All right, so I don't want to hear, you know, oh, Texas, you only got three inches or whatever, you know, stop being a baby. They're not ready for that. Ohio is prepared for 12, 13 inches of snow. 
and we're not doing good here. We've got pretty bad roads, but nobody's dying from 13 inches of snow in Ohio. People are dying from three inches of snow in Texas because they they cannot handle that. Um, they lost power. They have like uh, uh, they're having you know rolling blackouts all over the state. So you know they're freezing. They have no heat. So what uh, a Texas senator did, who who really needs to be there because he's a he's a major political figure in Texas, and apparently now snow is politicized, but it is. He's a he's a political figure in Texas who needs to be there to assist in the case of an emergency. Well, what he decided to do is since his kids were cold and he's got money, he's going to uh, uh, pack them all up and take them to Cancun. And that's exactly what he did. He now says, in hindsight, it was a bad decision. He needs to be there for Texas. Uh, that's his job. And this is a guy who could be a potential 2024 presidential bid. All right. Uh, but no, he decided to pack everybody up and take them to Cancun. Let them go to Cancun. Your kids and wife can go to Cancun alone, all right, and be just fine. You need to be in Texas doing your job. I mean, you, you're elected to do your job. You're paid to do your job. Do your job. I don't care if you go there in the middle of summer when nothing's happening in Senate. There are times where nothing happens in Senate. I know it's hard to believe with impeachment, COVID, uh, the snowstorm in the past year that nothing happens. There, there are times where not literally nothing happens in the Senate. There is, and they get breaks too. Um, do it during then. Don't pack your kids up and take them to Cancun in the middle of a snowstorm in your state with no power when things need to be done there. All right, he, he's, he said he's sorry. He said he regrets the decision, but shouldn't have done it in the first place. I mean, obviously, like, that, that, that can't happen. The last thing I want to talk about today is President Biden. Uh, President Biden had a town hall on CNN, I believe. I think it was CNN, um, where he said a lot of things. Um, some of them were not so good things. All right, uh, President Biden said uh, that I think he was asked a question on why some minorities are struggling to get the vaccine. And his answer, which was uh, phrased not so well, all right, and I'm going to read it to you. I have it right here. It was not so very well phrased. Okay, so let me read this to you. So here, let me first read you the quote that has kind of been floating around like Fox. All right, here it is. Some blacks and Hispanics don't know how to get online to get in line to get the vaccination. That is the quote I've seen in some headlines. It sounds very bad. And I'm going to give you the quote that sounds bad, but not as bad as that. A lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community, in the Hispanic and the African-American community, particularly in rural areas that are distant and or inner city districts, know how to use know how to get online to determine how to get in line for that COVID vaccination at the Walgreens. Stumbled a lot, sure. Um, then again, he has a stutter. Uh, you just like you can't make fun of somebody's death. You can't make some fun of somebody's disability. If you believe in the Constitution so much, so much, how about we talk about protected classes? Okay. Yes, I know protected classes don't apply to making fun of people. But if you believe in the Constitution, you believe in not discriminating uh, against people based on race, religion, uh, gender, disability and there is one more protected class dang i feel like uh um age race religion age uh disability and uh gender uh i i my bad um but 
Biden said this quote, and people are uh, sort of freaking out about it. Okay. Um, and basically what people are saying that he's saying is that he believes that um, that Biden is saying that people of color do not know how to use the Internet. All right. That is not what he said. That's not even remotely close to what he said, uh, to be honest. But he was stating a fact. Okay. What he said there, he, he worded it terribly. Okay. I don't want him to lie like Trump. I don't want him to lie and, and make up something. But let me give you the facts. All right. So the facts are, all right, he, if we're going to say that he says that people of color don't know how to use the internet, right, which is not true. Let's just say that's what he was saying. I'm going to give you the facts uh, from a liberal who very much likes Biden. Um, and I think I need to defend him here because that's not what he's saying. He said it terribly. I agree. I can't defend that. And there's things I'm not going to defend Biden on. I mean, there are some things that somebody's told me he said that I, I'm like, oh, crap, how am I going to defend that one? The answer is I'm not. All right. But here is the facts. In 2019, 79% of whites had access to broadband. And this is access, internet access, not knowing how to use it. Internet access. Uh, 61% of Hispanics and 66% of African Americans had access to broadband. Uh, so right there, I mean, that, that that's really all you need to know. All you need to know is that it is a fact that Hispanics and uh, people of color factually have less, like, per- less percentages of them, like, less of them have access to the internet. I don't like how he worded it, saying that, you know, uh, he states that, you know, or that essentially black and Hispanic cannot use the internet. Or don't know how, which is not true. We there's no way to measure whether they know how or not. But access to broadband, okay, access to internet, statistically, almost eighty percent of whites, and about sixty six percent of African Americans, sixty one percent of Hispanics know how to not know how have access to the internet. It's just a fact. So what he's saying is a fact essentially. He worded it terribly, okay. He struggled to get it out, but then again, that's a stutter. So don't give me that. He worded it terribly. He made it sound bad. He made it sound racist. But what he's saying is a fact. And I'm not going to defend everything he does. You will see over the next three years that there will be things where I'm like, that is bad. That's very bad. Just like there are things that I said with Trump. Like, come on, guys. That's out of context. Like, not everything he says is bad. Um, But that's all I wanted to say. I wanted to tell you what I think about people celebrating the death of Rush Limbaugh. I wanted to tell you about Ted Cruz uh, packing his family up and taking them to Cancun. And I also wanted to talk about uh, uh, this, this controversy surrounding Biden. Um, honestly, I didn't think that town hall was that bad. People are saying it was a disaster. Ben Shapiro said it was a disaster. I, I didn't think it was that bad at all. Um, I mean, I've seen Trump do some terrible things, say some terrible things. So it's, it's amazing to see a president on social media who's professional, a president who can, who says what he wants, even if you, if you believe he struggles to get it out or he's mentally incapable, he, he, he says what he wants to get. He gets to the point. It is so refreshing waking up to a president who's, just so professional. So that's what I wanted to say today. Thank you uh, for watching the episode. I really appreciate it. I will see you literally in a couple of hours uh, with Myra Smith. Uh, That'll be a good episode. But this has been episode number 23 of Inside the 435. Have a great night.